Welcome to episode number 27 of the Illini Basketball Podcast. I think my intros would be better if we did have a song, so we'll figure that out at a later date. Uh, but Gotta find again, the right one. I think that I have too much time to even think straight. That makes no sense. All right. Um, so before we get into the Illini portion of the podcast, I wrote something down to talk about real quick because this is something that will likely affect uh, the Big Ten and whether the rules change by then or not, but... I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Imani Bates committing to Michigan State, number one player in 2022. Apparently, like the best recruit in decades. I don't. I think I've seen a couple quotes about that. But yeah, I saw that uh, he did. Uh, everything I see says he's not. He'll never suit up. He'll never play. He's that's right. That's yeah. So, that's... Um, but I guess good for them. And also, they said that that kid has been wanting to play for Michigan State since he was like a fifth grader. So, and they were the only team recruiting him, which tells me that everyone else thinks that he's going to go to the NBA yeah. anyway, or the G League or whatever. But yeah. it's also in three years or two Apparently, years. Apparently, he's so good that he uh, should be a six star. That's what people are saying. Well, his uh, two four seven sports recruiting thing, he has a perfect grade. Yeah. Um, and also, he has a Wikipedia page as a 16-year-old high school basketball player. I think that tells you exactly where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're saying he's the best recruit in decades, that means he's a better recruit than Anthony Davis or Zion Williamson. <clears throat> so, yeah, hopefully he goes to the NBA and doesn't suit up for Michigan State because uh, that would not be good. I could see it now, him dropping like 40 on Illinois. I yeah. That wouldn't be good. All right. So, other than that, getting the Illini stuff, what I saw from – John Rothstein, who is a, um, you know, a big timer in the college basketball world. He's like the guy, right? Yeah, I would say. So, I mean, other people will maybe say Jeff Goodman, but then the average person that doesn't pay that much attention would be like, who the hell is that? So, the, it's whatever. That's what I would say. Yeah. I guess I don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rothstein is the guy for everybody, I think, for the yeah. most part. But um, apparently Brad Underwood told him that Austin Hutcherson's the best athlete on the team, which I don't really, I don't even know why I put this on. I just figured since I saw I it. I saw it that today, yeah. That's surprising. Right. I think that's definitely common knowledge. It's good news. I mean, that's that's what you like to hear. Um, you know, this is part of the reason why, you know, Griffin left and uh, because of these wings that Illinois had coming off – a red shirt season. So um, yeah, great to hear. I hope that uh, hope he produces. And then the last part of the tweet that I saw, I think this is Rothstein saying this, that Hutcherson's similar to Duncan Robinson who went to Michigan in terms of going from D three to the big 10. So I guess it's kind of showing that it's possible to have success in the big 10 coming from D three. I know that they're completely different players. Duncan Robinson's basically a shooter who has had success in the NBA as well, but yeah, uh, they're going to have to do a lot to fill the athletic void. Um, yeah. Losing with Io and other folks of that. Maybe uh, losing Io. He's gone. <laughs> Class of uh, 2020 commit, Brandon Lieb, I guess is how you pronounce it, verbally committed on June 24th. Seven foot, 225 pounder from Deerfield, Illinois, likely to be a redshirt for 2021 season. And he's a three-star according to Rivals.com. So, weird one for me. But uh, came out of nowhere, uh, honestly. Got to be better than Hamlin. um, I think he was offered one, like the 23rd, and he uh, committed the 24th. So, I think that uh, from what I saw, there was a lot of – I think Oklahoma offered him first, and then a lot of other D1 schools started offering him. And I think he really – apparently he just really wanted to play for Illinois because as soon as Illinois offered, 
uh, he jumped on it. And I watched some game tape on him. Uh, he looks like he has a nice touch around the rim, uh, can shoot from outside. Reminds me a lot of a lot of Tisdale, but but maybe a better better player than Tisdale, um, more rounded player than Tisdale. So Mike Tisdale came from the Sangamo, so he did. He did. not much competition there. I'm assuming there, there's not Deerfield. If you went to De- if Lieb went to Deerfield High School, if that's a thing, they likely have better competition than uh, the Sangamo did with yeah. Than Tisdale, but shout out to Mike Tisdale, Line Legend. Uh, I'm assuming that Lieb will redshirt, like we said, um, and I think that he's probably better than Hamlin, right? He's got to be. Um, yeah, I think that he he knows the game better. I mean, just by watching the tape, uh, you know, he knows where to go, where to be. Uh, can be one of those pick and pop guys, can stretch the floor for you. So. I think, yes, definitely better than Hamlin. Good enough. That'll work. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to the class of 2022 because this is going to take a while. Uh, They could be contacted by coaches on June 15th, and apparently what you were saying before we started recording is that the Illini staff is showing how dedicated they are and doing it at midnight or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think think that's – apparently that's a thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, uh, anybody that listens to us, I was not – I've never gotten this in-depth on recruiting and all this stuff, so – all these dates are new to me, all this, we're contacting guys at midnight, uh, the day it happens. It's all new to me. Uh, it's fun to learn, but, uh, more of an X's and O guys like watching the game. So this imagine getting called by Brad Underwood at like 1am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they that gotta have weird. it set up, but you know, that's weird. So. Um, so there are a lot of reports of kids out of Texas being pursued, and uh, that isn't really surprising because Texas is a hub of high school sports, especially in football. Yeah, and uh, Coach Gentry, who Underwood brought in um, last year, uh, coached at him with uh, at Stephen F. Austin. So I think that he's down the or he's I, not down there right now, zooming a lot of guys from Texas. So we'll see if uh, his connections down there will help with that. There's a bunch of offers and contacts made, and I think we're just going to go quick on this because it's yeah, like a go ahead, yeah, players. you can go as quick as you want. Um, like I said, a lot of these were just these were just names that were popping up, so I just kind of wrote them down as they came in. Um, as far as how hard Illinois is going to recruit any of these guys, I really don't know, but we just want to throw the names out there for you guys, yeah. and uh, kind of go from there. So I'm going to fly through these, and then at the end, if you want to have a comment on a couple of players, that'll be fine. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Brandon Gardner received an offer, uh, got cut from his seventh grade team, started organization, organized ball in eighth grade, played on the varsity team as a freshman one state. Ramel Lloyd Jr., um, not a small forward or wing, but a scoring combo guard, because he said he wasn't, obviously, or whoever said he wasn't, whoever that he is. He said he wasn't. He was yeah. tired of people telling him that he should be a wing when he's a guard, so – and uh, stands at 6'6", 51 in the latest ESPN rankings. Remember, this is 2022. Isaac McNeely got a contact, uh, top 50 player. Uh, Ryland Griffin also contacted four-star Joseph Pinion. Contact, unranked 6'6", small forward. Fletcher Lawyer uh, contacted 6'5", shooting guard, unranked offers from Big Ten teams such as Michigan, Purdue, Nebraska, other major offers, Utah. Colin Smith was contacted. Uh, three-star, six-seven small forward from Dallas. Uh, received offers from Oklahoma State, Kansas, Baylor, TCU, Georgetown, Texas A&M, 2018. 
He's number 26 small forward overall in the class in 2022. It's a lot of Big 12 offers for him. Uh, this is a weird name, okay? <laughs> Grady Dick uh, contacted top 35 player. Cason Wallace contacted four-star. Aiden Shaw contacted four-star. Mark Mitchell contacted five-star. Kalel Ware was offered uh, from Illinois. 6'10 center from Arkansas. Two offers from Illinois and Texas Tech. Both offers came this month. Uh, Jaden Shutt was contacted. Um, he heard from Underwood and Izzo. Yorkville, Illinois, 6'5 shooting guard. Uh, Tamin Lipsy, Tamin Lipsy, whatever that name is, contacted three-star 6'1 point guard from Ames, Iowa, number 23 point guard overall in 2022. Number one overall player from Iowa, which means absolutely nothing, I'm sure. Um, also <laughs> got offered by Iowa State, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Kyle Thomas contacted and offered first Division One offered to him, 6'9 center from Westchester, Illinois, plays for Mac Irvin Fire, so some connections there, I'm sure. Uh, Trey Pettigrew was offered a 6'3 combo guard from Oak Park, Illinois. AJ Casey, who we've talked about, a uh, he was contacted and offered on March 13th, 2019, a five-star power forward, number one player in Illinois, 24 nationally from Simeon High School. Joseph Hunter was offered a top 50 player. Lee Dort, a uh, 6'10 five-star center, number 13 overall player, has a Big Ten offer from Minnesota. Jaquan Sanders got offered, unranked shooting uh, shooting guard. Wow. Uh, from the Bronx, has East Coast offers from schools such as Hofstra, Seton Hall, St. John's, and UConn, 6'3 shooting guard. A good name here, Silas Sunday, 6'10 center from the same high school as Jaquan Sanders, which I don't even think I wrote down that high school, so there you go with that. Um, unranked, seven offers. From Oregon. the Bronx, though. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Oregon State, St. John's, Wake Forest, Rutgers, Bryant, Kansas State, and Nebraska have all offered Silas Sunday. And then uh, Jerome Bea was offered. Michael Zanoni was contacted. We have talked about him in the past. And his parents went to Illinois. He's a sharpshooter from North Carolina. Kendrick DeLuna was offered a 6'8 power forward from 2023 from San Antonio. And then Wesley Yates III was offered a 6'3 guard from 2023. So the Illini have offered the top four players in Illinois with Casey, Pettigrew, Thomas, and Shutt. And that is the end of the list. It's a great list. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's... It's all I know, so I, I'm good with you. Got you listen to them. I don't got much more. So well, I'll tell you this: um, AJ Casey needs to come to Illinois. Yeah, he's a stud. They got to get him. That he's be, a stud. Should but, be a big priority. Yeah, I mean, you know, Illinois is doing what they should be doing. They're offering, you know, the best players in Illinois. Hopefully, they can, you know, pull a couple of them. Uh, but again, when we are talking, this is class 2022, 2023. So yeah. this is a, it's a long ways away. Um, just want to get the names out there that who Illinois is in contact with at this time. Um, just so you guys had, you know, when we bring them up later, like, Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Exactly. And I would say the chances of more than one of these players going to Illinois are very slim. Yeah. Uh, but they should, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of guys like Zanoni, like we've talked about him. Maybe he'll come, or they could get lucky and A.J. Casey would go there. Or maybe some of the uh, unranked guys might go to Illinois, probably never actually play a game, but whatever. That's just the way that that goes. Uh, so let's do a class of 2021 update from Ryan Evans. I've seen his Twitter. I don't really know who he is, but Illini Pulse Rye on Twitter. Um, yeah, he calls, he calls himself, uh, quote-unquote, Swami. Um, so he thinks that he's really good at predicting, um, all of his info is free though. He gives out free articles, uh, does free periscopes. 
uh, so you can watch him, ask him questions. Uh, he has a lot more insider knowledge than we have at this point. So I think referencing him is probably better for us than us just kind of speaking out in no context. Give us a couple of years. We'll have more insider info. But, but we're trying. We're trying. You know, it's a work in progress. So. It's hard to do that, you know, at the college level. It's a lot of ins yeah. and outs and all that stuff. Um, so is Big Mac the uh, one that I'm thinking of? Yeah, Mac Etienne. Etienne. Our is. boy, yeah, the the, the guy. Um, uh, today, actually, uh, uh, this Ryan Evans was doing a periscope before we got on, and he thinks that uh, out, of, out of a 10, there's eight or nine that uh, Big Mac comes to Illinois. So – um, he said that he wants to go somewhere that he's already visited. He's only visited Marquette in Illinois. Um, and according to Ryan, uh, the quicker he commits, the better chance Illinois has. I know that he's got a lot of um, other schools talking to him now. Of course, he can't visit anywhere right now. So, um, And there's still a chance he reclasses. I doubt that happens now. Um, seems late. Yeah, seems, seems very late. Um, but, you know, some guys are reclassing right now. So we should have Ryan Evans on the podcast. We should. We'll see what we can do. I'll hit his people up. Um, right. Michael Foster. I think we've talked about him before, probably the last podcast. Uh, Illinois seems to still be in the running for him. <laughs> Supposedly. So, I don't, I don't, that's just what he said. Um, like I said, he has more information than I do. I, I think that he, there's a good chance Illinois doesn't get him, but. Um, still, they're still in talks with him. So, where's Hillcrest? Is that Arizona? Yeah. So Hillcrest. he'll probably go to like Arizona State or some weird school like that, where he has no chance to win a title. But whatever. Yeah, come to Illinois. Or Does Illinois really have a chance to win? We've really won weird. so many titles. <laughs> They've been. They have the history of having some good teams that had a chance. You know, that's uh, not horrible to be that way. But whatever. At least they're not. Uh, complete dumpster fire like they were six or seven years ago. Well, I guess it was like three or four. But um, Charles Bediaco, what a name that is, a five-star center, uh, 21 in the nation for the class of 21. May still be able to land him this year. Any thoughts? Possibly. I I don't know a lot. That's just what, like I said, this guy knows more than I do. Uh, these, are, these are names Illinois is still trying to get. So hopefully they can get – I think that Illinois has a really good chance of having a, a good 2021 class, especially there. I got Goody. Um, if if Big Mac comes and then they land, you know, Weston's still out there. Nesbitt's still out there. Um, this this next year's class might be just as good as this year's. I would actually bet the next year's class is going to end up being more of more value than this year's class overall because I think – that they have a chance. Like, look at someone like Luke Goody is a guy yep. that will be there probably for three or four years, I think. Yep. And yep. I think they have an opportunity to get really good college players in 2021 that would stay longer than Adam Miller would. Um, so I think that that yeah. could be what happens. Maybe some more uh, not one-and-done guys, maybe some, some long-term guys. Yeah, which so. I think a lot's going to change over the next few years and how um, – players go about whether they want to stay at a school for longer or not. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know how much that's going to affect Illinois, but I'm sure it will in some form. Sure. Um, so the state attorney, 
which is the state of Illinois, correct? Yes. Uh, is heading, Illinois, yes. Heading back I, to I just assume that everybody that listens is from Illinois. I know they're, I know you're not, but uh, I was just. We have listeners around the globe. All around right? the globe. I know. It's hard which, to believe. I don't know how accurate the actual analytics are uh, that we get, that we receive, whether we're briefed on every week, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Brad Underwood, I almost read that as Bradley University. Uh, you. Couldn't be more excited. This is a quote from him. Couldn't this, be more excited. This was, this was on the Twitters. This, this is yeah. straight from Twitter. Yeah, so I'm going to read all this. This is good. <laughs> Couldn't be more excited at the IHSA Boys State Hoops Tournament at the farm next year. I he didn't say the farm. farm. He didn't say the farm. He said State Farm Center. I hate that it's, it's called now all the of farm. those things. It should be Assembly Hall. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> um, he also had clap emoji and orange and blue diamonds. So there you go. So that's what you do when you talk about the line on Twitter. You got to have the orange and blue diamonds. So. The uh, IHSA is a... Um, bad organization but we'll say that for another one it's, i mean so is the ncaa they're it's all about money yeah well that's just <laughs> the way it goes i guess huh uh josh whitman who i think is the ad right that's oh goodness yeah uh certainly <laughs> a great day for champagne urbana an exciting day for us here at the university of illinois we look forward to a great long-term partnership dot 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 we are committed to providing a once-in-a-lifetime experience and now it is our turn to deliver that and then he said it was part of the vision when they decided to renovate the farm. I hate that <laughs> effing name. I really do. Uh, I just love that you hate it so much. I, that's what I want to call it all the time now. But um, I just, I, I State Farm has tried so hard to force people to remember them. You know, there's like a million commercials. It's true. It's, true. it's everywhere. It's like advertising or something. Let me ask you this: Does anyone act? Do you, do you know anyone that has State Farm insurance? Uh, no. I I don't know that many people that have insurance, <laughs> but I don't know anyone that has State Farm. Yeah. So I feel um, like they're scamming the, they're scamming everybody for free ads, which we just gave them. So what the hell are we that's doing? That's all right. You're you're not helping. So if we call it the farm, they're not getting advertisement. That's but. true. It still sucks. Um, so the state tournament back in Assembly Hall. Uh, it's been 20, 20 years. Uh, I, I think that this is going to be a great step for recruiting. Um, get the guy, the kids from Chicago to come down and play, you know, at the farm. Um, <laughs> the, the problem I see, uh, I don't know if you I, did, have, did you ever go to the state tournament when I was in Peoria? I do not think I did. Okay. So, so the nice thing about Peoria was at their place, the convention center. So, uh, it had you know the gym and then it had this big open area where all the kids went and played and they had dunking and you know three-point shootouts and the kids got to play and there's a court in there too that you know teams from around the state got to play on I don't know how they're going to do that in Champaign um, I don't know it's where true. they would do that uh, they obviously can't do it in the same building so um <clears throat> But but I think this is a great step for recruiting. Um, they did, however, only sign for three years uh, with Peoria. I think they had like two 10-year contracts or something. And uh, Peoria offered, I, from what I've heard in the offer, Peoria said they would they would sell every seat at IHSA or two. They would sell every seat in the building so IHSA would get the money off of that. And I don't know if Champagne ever did that. They had to do something to you know, to sway them to come. 
but uh, you know, back 20 years ago, apparently there was a lot of price gouging in champagne when the tournament came around. Um, they said that they've locked in deals for the, for all three years with the local hotels. So I think it's going to be a really good thing for champagne um, in the Urbana area. I don't know if it's going to be a really great thing for fans, but uh, from what I've heard, uh, my stepdad told me that uh, they are doing all, they're doing classes one, one through four all over the same weekend. So it'll be busier, I guess, for that weekend. So this was in Peoria before this, right? It was in Peoria, yes. Why was it not in the great city of Springfield, which happens to be the capital of Illinois? I don't know if they've ever bid on it, honestly. How much does it cost, do you think? <laughs> I couldn't even, couldn't even guess, to be honest. Millions? Uh, it'd probably be a lot. I, I don't, like, there's uh, a convention center uh, in Peoria? Yeah, it's where uh, Bradley plays and where the Rivermen play. The only convention center I've ever been to is the one in Springfield to go to certain things that I won't say on this podcast, as well as Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you're a big hockey guy, right? Of you know course. The, you know where the Rivermen play? You ever Absolutely. been up there? Absolutely. The Peoria Rivermen. Uh, that's all I know. That's, a, that's that's where they play. So if you ever get up there for a game. I, I don't it. know if that's going to happen, even though I have a pretty good relationship with the Peoria Chiefs, the Cardinals single A. Oh, yeah. Affiliate. We're pretty cool with each other on Twitter. Other than that, it's about nothing. But uh, I, I think I have a good relationship with all minor league Cardinal affiliates. To be honest, they like me. I think, but that's has nothing to do with any of this. But um, right, I don't like. So, if they're gonna have this in other parts of Illinois, why not just? Why wouldn't Chicago bid on it or something? Like, I don't. It's very confusing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I didn't. I'll, I'll write IHSA and see if we can figure something out. I'm sure they'll get back with me. Yeah, I'm sure they really are dedicated <laughs> to the people, huh? Yep. That's another so. thing I don't understand is IHSA as a whole and what they really overall do and how much money they make. Make money. Make All right, so what were we on next? The House of Pain thing? Yeah, the House of Pain starts uh, Saturday. Or not the, not the House of Pain, the, the TBT, the <laughs> tournament the House of Pain is playing in. Um, they There was like 120-plus teams. Illinois did receive a bid to play in it. Um, they are ranked 16th out of 24. Uh, they play uh, War Tampa the first round. Uh, people said that they got kind of a bad seeding um, because if they beat War Tampa, which is basically uh, – Florida and Auburn guys playing together. Um, they play the uh, last year's champions and Carmen's crew, which is Ohio State, which is where the tournament's being held. So, uh, yeah, hopefully Illinois can uh, make a little out. run. But it looks like they got a tough schedule ahead of them. Um, they did add uh, another player this week, I believe, uh, Billy Garrett, who played for De- DePaul. Does that name ring a bell for you? How about DePaul gets their own team instead of forcing their players on Illinois, huh? Well, he's from Illinois originally. He's, oh, played, in, he's played in the NBA. He played for the Knicks. DePaul is completely and totally irrelevant in this state. He's from Chicago. Yeah. So DePaul is quite possibly. I hate to, you know, be really mean to DePaul here. 
But they're quite honestly the most worthless Division One basketball I mean, program in this state. I think like eight months ago, we were telling people to go watch DePaul and South Illinois. That never happened. <laughs> uh, so are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch this stuff? Or I, uh, you know, I was trying to find out when Illinois plays. Um, they have Andres, the bracket up. Andres Fleece is gonna dominate. But they don't. Andres Fleece was like sixth in uh, top hustle player in the tournament. I saw. He's Let's going see. To TBT dominate. bracket reveal. Nope. Don't care. I don't know when the games start. You know, they Anyways, made the- Illinois is like n- the first one on the list, so they should be the first game on uh, July fourth, Saturday, on ESPN. So you guys uh, look out for them. So you get to celebrate America and watch Illini TBT exactly. weird fake <laughs> basketball tournament. Probably won't be able. There. Probably won't be able to watch any fireworks anywhere though, because they all got canceled. They they uh, the Illinois team made the cut because of us, you know. That's true. We've been we've been. Uh, what have we done? I, well, I think that the final, you know, the whole big thing at the end was like the day before the bracket reveal. I tweeted on the uh, podcast. Oh, Twitter that's account, true. That's true. I emoji thing, and the tournament account liked it, so they're like, "Okay, we got to get them in because somebody cares." Um, yeah. At podcast line, you can follow us there. By the way, we only have twelve followers, which doesn't really re- reflect how many listeners we get. Sorry. But that is besides the point. People just don't tweet like they used to. So Twitter is a joke. And that's I tell you what, when basketball is not going on, on this podcast, it's a little crazy. Yeah, that's just uh, the way that things usually are, I guess. Um, and this last part should be interesting too with Kofi and Io and it's like this looks like a movie title or something like geez like just make your decision and go yep um I I don't think there's anybody out there that thinks Kofi is leaving uh I'm I'm, I'm gonna move mine to 100% Kofi's back so. 99.7 for me okay Kofi's back um we did we I think we both said we were 95% Io was leaving. He's gone. See you later. Let's move on, uh, Illinois fans. Uh, Ryan Evans, who we talked about earlier, uh, said on June 16th that his numbers for Io staying are going are around 60-40. Um, and I don't know which way that is. 60 that he's staying, I think. 40 that he's leaving. Um, and he knows a lot of people in Io's camp. Um, and, and they even say that right now it's 50-50 because they just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't think we're going to find out anything until August 3rd or whatever when they can finally decide. But Io has, has been sharing some videos on, on Twitter, which I know you don't show, you know, share your bad videos, but his shot looks a lot better um, to me. It looks like he's doing really well. So – you know, I honestly, I hope that he can go. I hope he gets drafted. I hope he can go. Um, Illinois would be really special next year if he doesn't. But who knows what kind of season we're even going to have if they don't figure out this coronavirus stuff. So It'll be a full season. Bank yeah. on it. Um, PGA's already wavering. So they'll be fine. It scares me. They'll be fine. Uh, let me ask you this one, uh, or I guess I just want to ask the general public, like with this Ryan Evans saying 60-40, right? Is uh-huh. he saying that to like get fans to continue to pay attention 
Or is he saying that because he actually believes it? That is something that I'd love to ask him. I think that he's saying it because that's the word from, I mean, I think that he knows people that hang out with Io and the family. And um, I think that he just, that's just where they're sitting. They're like, we're 50, 50 because we still, nobody knows anything. So I don't think it's, I don't think he's doing it just to keep talking about him. So by any means, uh, this Ryan dude has 4,540 followers mm-hmm. on Twitter. So I'm pretty sure that uh, we can get him on. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't even. We say- got, we got 12. He's got 4,000. I mean, good shot. We got to figure out how to be able to contact him. Cause he doesn't have DMS open. That's troubling. Uh, he's got a foot tone. Follow you back. So you can DM him. That's what he. That's why he does it all the high school players when he's trying to get a hold of them. And he started doing that to high school players too. Let's not get into that. That was a weird comment. Any, anyways, uh, yeah. The only other news I have, um, Alex Chiku, I think is how you say it. Alex T. That's what we'll call him. Um, has reclassed to the class of 2020, and uh, he just listed his top nine tonight. Illinois was in it. Um, he's a four-star, six foot eleven power forward, and uh, he is foregoing his senior year to to be part of next year. The only problem is if Io comes back, Illinois doesn't even have a scholarship for it. So um, somebody did tweet: Can Brandon Lieb transfer, or is it too soon? Ouch. Should should uh, I, I didn't even I was looking at something. Um, That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this uh, Ryan Evans guy. Tweet him up. DM question mark on the podcast account. Just see how that goes. I'm putting it out there. I don't even care. Uh, so let me ask you this one. Ask away. I forgot my question. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of something. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh huh. So do you think that the um, if there's a full season, what would your win expectation be with IO and your win expectation without IO for a full regular season, which is 30 games? Uh, with IO, Illinois yeah. wins 25. Okay. Without, without IO, I'm going to go oh, – man, that's a tough one. 19. All right, so and that's just right now. That might change later. I wrote those down. Here's what I'm going to put: with Io, they win 27, obviously, and uh, without him, they win 23. So, oh wow, I believe. So you think without Io, this team's going to be better than last year's team, or you think the Big Ten's going to be that far down? Um, I think the Big Ten's going to get worse uh, okay. because I think that there's a couple teams last year that were really good that won't be as good, and. Sure. I know that um, uh, the team should be better because, I mean, you are losing your best player, right? But you're also replacing him with enough that you can still be very good and you can also luck out a couple games. Like, look at a couple games last season that they should have won. Number one, Michigan State at home. Game they should have won. I.O. slips, right? Right. Um, I had a point there with another game that I forgot. So uh, how many of those games did Io finish for Illinois? That's true. Uh, Penn State. 
Michigan. Who do you, who do you give that? Who do you give the ball to? Do you give Adam, it to Adam Miller. Miller? Yeah, as a freshman, easily. Yeah, I think that uh, Adam Miller would be able to do it in, in a more ways. Like shooting, I trust him to shoot a deep three to win it way more. Right. Um, and I expect him to be a more consistent shooter, which will I think make the offense a little bit more dynamic when they have a true shooting threat. Like you look at the team last year, who was your real shooting threat? Mm, no one. Griffin when he got hot for for the one game against Northwestern. Yeah, that was the one game where he really like <laughs> Indiana he showed up early and then, you know, and also Andres Feliz helped finish the Indiana game. True. Uh so you gotta think about, you know, Io didn't finish all the games. Of course Feliz is gone, so my points are relevant. But <laughs> let me just uh, you know, let you know that it doesn't have to be Io, okay? And also <laughs> I think some of like the Penn State game was just Io trying to make a statement. Like he was going to try to finish that game, whether it made sense or not. Like if he was quadruple team and the game was tied, he was going to shoot. True. Because that was his comeback game. Yeah. And how much more leeway is he? Like how much more leeway will Miller get to shoot the ball? Will he get a complete green light from Underwood in in big situations? You think? Uh. Yes, he should. <laughs> and there's also this little thing that we have called dynamic passing point guard who's been compared to Trey Young and Steve Nash by his own coach, Andre Curbelo. Mm-hmm. The offense, I mean, should be 23 wins more, next year, guys, right now. It should make way more sense for the offense to actually be good next year, as long as Georgie doesn't F everything up and ruin the momentum. You know, you're not wrong there. I, I Okay, I'm, I'm, you're getting me yeah. on that on that wagon. Uh, just, Illinois without IO, 28 wins. Illinois with IO, 25. Makes sense. Let me just get you on this one, too. <laughs> Adam Miller is easily going to win Big Ten Freshman of the Year, averaging like 17 points a game. So, Watch you there. Big Ten Freshman of the Year, I assume you said. Adam Miller, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, 15 points a game. I hope so. Easily. I hope so. Now, I hope that um, – I hope that Adam Miller doesn't listen to this because I feel like I've probably put a little pressure on him. But he should also realize that I have no idea what I'm talking about most of the time, so he should not put too much That's weight true. on also my opinion. True. Now, if he wants to come down to the courts down here and play me one-on-one, I bet I could score on him once. Oh, boy. All right. Um, you got anything else for this rails. episode? <laughs> I mean, if this isn't what an episode. Genius. Hey, guys, this is this is what you get when there's no basketball. So that was good. I don't think it tops that one episode where I just went insane over whatever was going on. It was like six episodes ago, but whatever. That was good enough. Uh, so I'm assuming we'll do another one mid July, I guess. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, probably mid July. And then probably the next one will be after we know an IO thing. Yeah, we need to try to see if we can get a guest. We've already had one big guest didn't respond to us, which disappointed me a little bit. I won't Didn't he unfollow you on Twitter too. Did he unfollow me? I don't even know. No, I don't think he did. What are you messing with me? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, he, he probably didn't even read it. Probably. He's got other things to do apparently. Yeah, I sent that on April 3rd. So yeah, that's over. Uh, but we'll try to get a couple more guests on of some sort and uh, try to go from there. See if this, uh, so you guys know now that if we, we did send a message to Illini Pulse guy, whatever his name is, and Maybe he'll join us. We'll see. That'll all depend on July and what that looks like. But mid-July, we'll be back episode 28. Hope you enjoyed the 
episode. Like, rate, subscribe. We're on a million different platforms and uh, comment and follow us on Twitter at Podcast Illini. And we will see you in the next one. Later.